Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now, Holy Spirit, that in everything that is done here this night, we are open. We are receptacles of your glory. We are transmitters of your glory. For you pour in and we pour out. So tonight, have your way that in everything we would do and say, we would give you the praise. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. Well, take a moment and find someone you've not already greeted with a handshake or a hug. Give them a nice, good welcome and hug and love on them. And let's continue on with the glory of God. Thank you, Father. Praise the Lord. Go ahead and open up your Bibles tonight, if you would, to the book of Ephesians, chapter 2. Sometimes when the world is clanging like a bell out there, it's so wonderful to rush into the presence of God and have him almost be like a soundproof room. You know, I remember as a kid, there would be game shows or things that would be on, and someone would go into the secret soundproof room, and they couldn't hear anything in there. To go into the presence of God, there's times that we go in, and we are loudly giving him glory and honor. There's times we exalt him with clapping, with lifting our hands, with glorifying him. There's other times we just silently stand before him or kneel or are sitting before him and we just sense his presence so around us and filling us. That is our God. He is there in the loud moments of praise. He is there in the quiet moments. He is there to give you the sustaining power to face every challenge that is out there. Hallelujah. The world cannot do that. Years ago, Billy Graham was speaking at a seminar, and he made this statement to the pastors that were there. And he said, remember this. Never try to impress people with your oratory. He said, let the Holy Spirit grab their heart. He said, because ultimately, and he was speaking about every one of his campaigns, he said, ultimately, when I finish things up, I say, now you have a choice. Will you come and serve the Lord? And so his theme song that he used forever and ever that was just as I am 
was that sound that when the music started up and George Beverly Shea began to sing, it was a call that people have to make a choice. Uh, in our world today, we've almost told people they don't need to make choices. Everybody else will make a choice for them. But we all still have to make a choice. And that choice comes back through Jesus Christ. And tonight, I, I had been thinking about Billy Graham all day today. And uh, let's take a look here in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 1 through 3. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath just as the others. Sin made us spiritually dead. There was no way we could pick up on the things of heaven because we were dead spiritually. Now, God was constantly putting things in front of us, and people can start to sense something different going on. I was talking with a young man who does ministry to teenagers all across our country. I was talking with him earlier this week, and we were praying about some events and things that we're praying about and looking for the future here. And he had mentioned, he said, one of the things that he does is to make sure that their team, when they go in to minister, especially to teenagers, that they are prayed up because they said today's teenager is attacked spiritually by the enemy and none of them know that they're under attack. They don't have any spiritual reference. Many of them have never been into a church. And so here is this demonic oppression that is all around them constantly, and they don't even know that they need to be set free. And he said, so when we pray ahead of time, he said, we are praying and believing for breakthroughs. And he said, that needs to be one of the words that is in the heart of the church of Jesus Christ, that Christ has come to give breakthroughs. I thought, well, what an effective tool for all of us when we're praying for people to, uh, and, and, and we use that word, we say that around here, but just to be reminded of it, that there needs to be breakthroughs. Because in verse 2, it talked about once we all walked in sin. But you probably remember that night or that day or however it was in the clock that was going on when you accepted Christ and when a change took place. And in verse 3, it says, we all were in the flesh. <laughs> we know that the world out there has control over so many people and so many situations. But always remember the scripture verse that speaks and says, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. God has a fullness of his spirit that is moving all across the land. Uh, drop down, if you would, and look through uh, verse uh, 4 through 6. Same chapter. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us to sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 
You ever been someplace and, and you walked in and, and someone invited you to sit down with them? You know, it, it's sort of a lonely thing to sit at a table by yourself. Maybe you've had that happen and, and you think, boy, I wish I had somebody here I could talk to. Well, God's saying, come to my table. Come to my table and sit with me. Let's talk together. Let's spend some time together. God never, ever leaves you alone. He's there with you so that even if you are the only one at the table in the natural, he's right there with you. Even when we were yet sinners, the grace of God saved us. You know, if we look for a nation or a people or a church that is perfect, that does everything right, there is no such place. But yet we have opportunities. So with the ebb and flow of life, even if you're in a down place right now, I'm telling you what God wants to take you back up. And sometimes churches go through times like that. The things are continuing on. The motion is going on, but there's no fresh new revelation. There's no fresh new anointing that's moving. Now, then it's up to us to choose that we're going to pull. If you would, there's an old phrase in the church that talks about pulling the ropes of heaven. Pulling down the glory of God so that it comes in and revitalizes everything that has already been given to God. Your own home. Maybe it's been a long time since you prayed over your house. But, you know, at some point, whether you're living in an apartment or a trailer or a sleeping room or whether you have your own home, whether you rent it or own it, it doesn't matter. It's yours and it's God's. Sometimes it's just good to remind yourself that God is Lord over this house. God is Lord over these bedrooms. God is Lord over your car, your garage, everything around you. Jesus Christ is Lord. Uh, I have to tell you, this past week, uh, Friday came, and, and we were going to take our motorhome out to the campground to just get it out before we get ready for vacation time this summer and uh, just have things out and and. You know, you ever forget what you put someplace? We, we just wanted to make sure that the right can opener was in the right drawer, all that kind of stuff. My wife had an appointment a little bit earlier, so I drove out by myself. Well, she was going to come out a little bit later. The moment I got ready to leave the parking lot here, I felt something wrong in my spirit, and I didn't know what. So I just began to pray in tongues. So I prayed in tongues all the way from our driveway here out to Joslin, and as I pulled in the campground, as I was setting things up, I went ahead and just continued to pray in the Spirit. And while I was praying in the Spirit, I still had an uneasiness in my very spirit. So I got to tell you, I'm sure you already know this. When those things go on, sometimes when your natural brain doesn't know what's going on, you just continue to stay in the Spirit. So I was looking at things, and for you that have RVs, you know this, that uh, your refrigerator will either work off electricity or off of gas. And so I was hooked up to the electric, but I saw that the refrigerator had kicked over and was running off the gas. And so I went and reset the button, thought it would go to electricity, and it went back to gas. So I went back and opened the circuit breaker box and looked, and there were two circuits that had been thrown. And so I thought, well, I'll go ahead and click those over. I clicked them over, and they immediately shot back and turned themselves off. 
So I went and checked and turned the uh, refrigerator off from gas and turned it back over to electricity. Went back and I threw the breakers again and they immediately kicked back off. Well, where I was standing in the back by where our bed is, the bathroom door is right over here and immediately white smoke just started rolling out of the bathroom. So right away I hurried and put my hand up on the breakers and turned them all off. Open the windows, and I'm looking. I don't see any flames. I go outside. I stand on the picnic table looking at the top, making sure there's nothing going on up there. I just had this uneasiness going on still inside me with what was happening. And so my wife got out there, and she had went in and looked in the bathroom there because I kept thinking, why would smoke come out of the bathroom? But there is a GFI outlet that is in the bathroom right by the sink that you'd plug your hair dryer or, or uh, shaver or this kind of thing in. Anyway, that receptacle was white and everything around it was black. So we came in town that night after I had turned everything all off and uh, got it out to the camper place the next day and the guy began to look at it and he took things apart and called us on Monday. And he said, it's a really good thing that you were standing back in the back by the circuit breaker box. And I had a good opportunity to be able to say to him, that was the Lord. You know, because normally when we get things set up, we're outside right away. That's why you're out there, to be outside in nature. And, uh, wow, sorry if I'm breathing the wrong way. Um, he said, look at this. And he took the outlet itself and showed it to me and it was just completely black and melted and burned and it was in a metal container that was in the wall itself and he said uh, if you would not have been there he said this would have had flames and would have just set the whole thing on fire and he said uh, it, it could have been a disaster and I was just so grateful to God and as we sat there talking before we came in town, it finally started to lift off of me while we were there at the campground still before we left. But I thought, that's what it was. That was the Lord preparing us so that this thing could get fixed before we take off on vacation later next month. Hallelujah. Well, Pastor, it wouldn't have been great if God would have told you to have that done ahead of time. You know, he could have done anything, but I'm thankful that he had me there to turn those things off and that all that can be fixed and that I'm not down in southern Illinois at a campsite, you know, trying to go someplace. Away from home and, and not be able to get things taken care of. The leading of the Holy Spirit sometimes happens where he tells you ahead of time what's going on but sometimes it's the unconscious leading of the Holy Spirit your brain doesn't know what's going on but your spirit does oh I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit that there are times that you may not fully know here on this earth what you were praying about but then there'll be other times God will show you what you were praying about in the Spirit Never, never underestimate the Holy Spirit. Never underestimate what God has done. That while you and I were still sinners, Christ died for us. He transformed us. He gave us that gift of his spirit to empower us, but also to equip us. Never, never forget that you have been equipped 
by God. And that good gift of God has been given to you to alert you, to keep you aware and awake at times because you've got to pray through something. Some things can be prayed about quickly. Some things have to be prayed through. And you will know that as you're praying through, all of a sudden it will lift and you get a release from God to say, okay, I'm, it's done. It's done. Other times there'll be an intensity that will come in your prayer time and it will lift and then later on it will come back again because there are things that have to be done in the spirit. Things that can't be done in the natural that you don't even see or know about, but God has to deal with them in the spirit. So keep that in mind and let's look down through verses 7 through 10 that in the age to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, not of works lest anyone should boast, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. I want to be walking with the Lord. I want to be walking with him so that he can prepare me. He can get me ready. And through his power, he can deal with whatever is going on out there. When you send your kids off to school, whether they're in Christian school or public school, please know this, they still need the protection of God. They still need the protection of God. You know, in some Christian schools, they have brought students in that were kicked out of the public school. And the parents said, I've got to get some discipline. i got some help. I've got to get my kid into the school. Don't think just because you send your kids to a Christian school, don't think just because you put them in church and youth group and in Sunday school classrooms that everything's going to be perfect. You need to pray over your children. You need to know that the things that are on television or on the radio, the things that are out in the world that are out there, you've got to be guarding them and protecting them. We were in a meeting the other day and this lady was talking about bank fraud and the things that were going on out there. And she said, you know, people need to be alert what's happening in the Quad Cities. There is what they're calling right now smash and grab. And she said, what's happening is there's a group of people that have come into the Quad Cities. They're looking at uh, gyms. They're looking at people's shopping centers. They're looking at people that when they're in church, things like this. They're knowing that they can go and walk past cars. And there's a lot of women that will leave their purses in the vehicle. They think it's all locked up or anything else is valuable that's there. And they will take and they will smash the window in and they will grab and take everything while they think that person's inside and they'll try to steal their identity, use their credit cards, do all these kind of things. And she said, you know, we, you just need to alert as many people as you can. Don't leave things out in plain sight. Don't, don't even think, well, I'm at church. I don't have to lock my car. Lock your car. Lock it when you go to, they, the other place they said was at the post office. Because if people go into the post office, most folks even leave in the wintertime, they leave the car running while they run into the post office. They said, just know this is going on here within our community. I, I want not only to know the things in the natural that are happening, but I want to know what's going on in the spirit. 
I, I want to know that when I pray, I have the power of God giving me a spiritual awareness. So that when verse 10 says we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus, hallelujah, he's like a master craftsman. He is whittling you. He is shaping you. He is molding you. He is preparing you. He is getting you into the best condition you possibly can be. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I, I want to be flexible like clay that can be molded into whatever needs to be done. I don't want to be so stiff and dried out. Man, if you kids ever had Play-Doh and they left the lid off, you know what it was like the next morning crunchy, hard, it wasn't any good, but you get a good seal on that lid, you open it up, and mm, the smell of Play-Doh. When you were a kid, did you ever eat any of it? Nobody wants to admit that, huh? A few of you did, thank you. The rest of you, the altar will be open to deal with lying afterwards here. No, if you didn't do that. But, you know, there's just something fresh. You could take that plate out. You could mold it. and Or even if you had silly putty, you could take that silly putty and put it on the newspaper cartoon and pull that ink off of there. How cool was that? But you didn't want to do it too much because now your silly putty would turn black <laughs> from the ink of the newspaper. I want to be flexible with God. Not by works that I would ever boast, but the privilege and honor of reverently holding up the name of Jesus Christ that he would get all the glory. Let us never take credit for those things. Let us give him the glory. Hallelujah. I, I want to encourage you to surround yourselves with the gifts of God. Surround yourself with people that are walking in the spirit so that they're praying with you, they're believing with you. As a church, when we pray for our church family, it's, it's not wrong for us to hold people up, especially if we know there's a need, praise the Lord, we'll pray and believe. But just even praying for them, saying their first name, and if you don't know somebody, say, you know the guy who sits over in that pew all the time? The third pew, the fifth pew, the front pew. Oh, wait a minute, that's where I sit. Yeah, pray for me too. You see what I mean? We, we do this, the power of God starts to flow. Look in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ." We know the fivefold ministry gifts, apostle, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the equipping of the saints. That means you and I need to be equipped. We need to always be sharp. We always need to have fresh oil from God flowing into us because whatever comes up tomorrow, you may not have been trained in it yesterday. Maybe you were, but maybe something new is going to come up and I need to learn something new to deal with it. News happens. Things go on. You hear of fires and floods that are in places. 
to pray, listening to God. I want him to prepare me. I want him to use ministry gifts to speak into my life, to prepare me till we all come to the unity of the faith. In other words, until the moment that the trumpet sounds and we are caught up to be with the Lord, we need the ministry gifts speaking into our lives. We need the power of God to encourage and to help us and to prepare us and to give us the plans of God. Some of you that keep up with Carlos and Diane Vargas, the missionaries to the Philippines, you know that Carlos is over in the Philippines right now. And the things that God is doing and believing that he will work through their hands, why, uh, I'm sorry, why Carlos is there to supernaturally do a work in the Philippines. One of the orphanages had dealt, uh, was dealt with quite a problem the last time that they had a typhoon come through there. And so that place is being rebuilt and different work that's going on. Pray all the time. Hallelujah. Pray with fresh revelation that things that are happening can always be dealt with by God. That tells me that when something new shows up in your life, God's not caught off guard. He'll teach you. He'll show you what you need to know to deal with it. He'll show you how to handle it till we all come to the unity of the faith, to the knowledge of the Son of God, to become perfect men, perfect women. That just means spiritually that we are in tune with the Spirit of God. Look down in verse 14 and 15 and 16 here. It says that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things unto him who is the head Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by, which, by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. No deception and that we are to grow up. What a privilege to grow up in God. What a privilege to know that every day when things happen, God is causing us to grow up. You know how many kids are excited the school's going to be out? You know how many kids are excited about graduation ceremonies? You know how many kids are excited to think about summer jobs and different opportunities or those that will be preparing for college in the fall? There's an excitement because they know they're still growing. Those that are in fourth grade are believing their report card says they're going to fifth grade. <laughs> there are all kinds of things that are happening. The Galesburg School District today made an announcement that because of funding from the state of Illinois, they will not be able to have summer school classes available to their students from kindergarten through fifth grade. There'll be no summer school. So some of those kids that did not get promoted that were going to have to have summer school classes to help them along, there's no money to do it. What disappointment. Wait a minute. You mean I can't have the class that I need to help me be promoted for next fall? And then their school administrator in Galesburg came out and said, to be honest, unless there's a budget that's fixed in the state of Illinois, the amount of money we have, we will only be able to have school from September to January, and then we're out of money. What craziness. Can you imagine that getting in the hearts of those kids? 
wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to school, but it's not going to produce anything. All those kids are planning and believing that they're going to keep going through the, through the motion and get through high school graduation and step out and study and prepare. Whether it's a trade school or college, they're expecting something to happen. I want you to know God does not have a budgetary shortfall. I want you to know that God is not caught off guard of where he wants to take you, but will you keep learning? Do you know out of a survey that was done, 82% of men never read another book after they get out of high school. That, that includes the Bible. No book. They might have magazines, newspapers, this kind of thing, but no book. What a strange statistic, huh? We have to all keep learning. The more you learn, the further you go, the deeper you go with God. I want to grow up in the Lord. Hallelujah. I, get, I want to be a godly old geezer. Hallelujah. I want to be a godly old man. One day when I get gray hair, I want to be able to know God even more than when I knew him when I got saved. I don't want to get stuck. I don't want to say, ah, oh, if I could just go back to that era. Oh, what a golden time. I want a golden time today, and I want a golden time tomorrow, and I want to be an old geezer at 120 that looks at everybody and says, it's my 120th birthday, give me some cake, because tonight at 9 o'clock, I'm going to heaven. Well, what makes you think you can do that? What makes you think I can't? Hallelujah. I've seen people that have a knowledge inside... I'm going to be with the Lord. And they just know. Well, wouldn't that be a wonderful way to go? Man, especially if you can have cake beforehand. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus, just a minute. I'm, it's still 8.30. <laughs> There's a little ice cream that can be on here, okay? I know you told me 9 o'clock tonight I'm coming, so. Why not? Why not have such an intense relationship with God that we go deeper and deeper and further and further? I want to grow up in the Lord. I want to grow in God. Would you say that with me if you want that in your life? I want to grow up in God. One more time. I want to grow up in God. I, I want more of it. I want my whole body to be joined together with the blessing that God has given. I want the body of believers to be working together through every part of the body of believers, doing their part so that we can reach the world for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I want other churches to serve meals. I want other churches to give things away. I want to be able to do what God's called us to do. I, I spoke today to a pastor. I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. We've got so much extra that's come in at the Oasis. And I was sharing the vision with him. And I said, you know what? I said, would you like to give things away? He said, I'd love to give things away. We don't have anything to give. I said, we got it. inspire others with what you're doing and let them catch the vision of what they can do. Every joint supplied makes everything happen. Let's stop for a moment and just go back to the Old Testament. One moment here. 
in Psalm 78. Psalm 78, and take a look at verse 70 through 72. I don't know. Did I give you that scripture, Heather? That's up there? Okay. Psalm 78, starting at verse 70. He also chose David, his servant, and took him from the sheepfolds, from following the ewes that had uh, that had young he brought him to shepherd Jacob his people and Israel his inheritance so he shepherded them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands whatever you're doing right now I want you to understand it's God's will for you you prayed, you gave him the day, so he has taken you in to his will. Now, what is the gift that you are doing or functioning in right now? What is that possibly going to be needed for for tomorrow? I don't know. But with David, he was out taking care of the sheep, and later on he would lead the whole nation of Israel. He was the youngest in his family. Others thought it should have been his older brother who should have been chosen. And yet God chose the simple, basic young man to answer the call. Never, ever, ever regret. Never regret in a way of saying, if I could just be used this way, then I would do something important. Whatever you're doing, God may need it to do something supernatural in another person's life. It might be just the thing that will grab their heart. It might be just the thing that will help them say, I need the Lord. Me speaking to them is not maybe going to touch their heart, but you finding a way to serve them, sharing your lunch with them, finding a way to touch them in some way, you could have been used by God for the glory of his kingdom just because of your willingness to serve. See, we, we all have a part. Never, never, never think that what you do doesn't count. You're not only sowing seeds, but you're bringing harvest in. And you may not have seen what's in the silo yet, but you need to keep gathering gathering those friends gathering those people there's folks that i'm friends with that are some of the biggest heathens you would ever imagine well pastor why are you friends with them you should only hang out with godly people you know it might not look good for you to hang out with them because they're my friends i, I don't turn my back on my friends i, I hope you don't either I don't turn my back on my friends. It doesn't mean I get into their sin or their problem. It means I keep loving them no matter what. I don't throw people away. Sometimes people get thrown away. Sometimes people walk away from me. They look at me, and I don't understand that. I'm a nice guy. But sometimes folks walk away from me. Sometimes people want to avoid me. Sometimes people are running from God. When they see me, they think, uh-oh. He's going to come up and say, why weren't you in church? You know what? I don't do that. The other night, we, we were out 
on a little errand and we stopped by at the mall. We had to eat supper, so we went to Chick-fil-A. And all of a sudden, I see somebody over there and I'm thinking, oh boy. I hope they don't turn around. And they turned around, oh, hi, Pastor. Is the Oasis still open? And these, this person is not a nice person. This person I had to correct because they were taking stuff from the Oasis and selling it. This person I had to tell them, don't come back. And they stood in the parking lot of the Oasis and cussed me up one side and down the other. And now they wanted to smile at me at Chick-fil-A. At that moment, I looked at Tanya and said, you get the food, I'm going to go to the table. <laughs> I didn't want to make a scene. I didn't want to look at him and say, come out! <laughs> I just wanted to eat my nuggets. Sometimes you're going to be in places that are not easy. Just do what God called you to do. He'll deal with the others. He'll deal with whatever's out there. Just be open to God. Pastor, it sounded like you threw her away. No, I, I just wanted to eat. I didn't want to correct anything. I didn't want to do anything else. I just wanted to eat that night. You understand what I'm saying? God will deal with people, even if you have to deal in a hard way and still look at them and say, I love you, but you can't do this. Let's pray together. What a mighty God we have. There is results that are going on everywhere tonight because of seeds that you've planted, of words that you've spoken. There are those that are floundering that have heard your words but didn't choose to do them, and God still wants to touch their hearts. He's going to have to grab them. There may be nothing else you can say or do. He's going to have to grab them. But he is the hound of heaven. He is the one who will never let go. He is the one who will stand in belief to the very last moment to rescue people's eternity. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, challenge us tonight to be used for the glory of God. Let, let's just take a moment and feel free to lift up your hands to God. You don't have to look around at anybody, but just of saying, Lord, I want more of your Holy Spirit. I want more of your Holy Spirit. I, I want to be alert to what's going on. I, I want to know that my spirit is in tune with you. If there's something you need to warn me about, warn me, speak to me, help me. I want to know the Spirit of God. I'm not going to keep praying out loud here on this. I just want you to take a moment with God. I just want that, Lord. I want it. I want it. I want it. I want to be more in tune with you. Help me to know if there's things I need to release and let go of. I want to release and let go. I want more of you. I want to be alert. Because that's where your protection is is in the power of Almighty God. Alert each of us to your plans and purposes, Lord. Alert us, alert us, 
Help us to pray through things. Help us to pray and prevent things. Help us to pray and speak life where death has been. Help us to speak answers in the face of the problem. Help us to trust you supernaturally. Hallelujah. If you need healing tonight, come on up. We're going to lay hands on you and pray for you. Or if there's just a heavy burden on your heart, we don't need to know what it is. We'll just pray in faith and believe that God's going to take care of it. Please take a moment and step out of your seat. Come on up. We don't want to. Otherwise, just keep calling out to him. You can sing as my wife plays this song. You can give him glory. Just hunger for the Lord with all of your heart. Hallelujah. We're standing on holy ground, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Father God. Oh, mighty, mighty is your name, Lord.
We are standing in your presence. Once again, we are standing in your presence on holy ground. Now, Father, every place we step, is holy unto you. Every place we go, our temples, our bodies are taking new ground for the glory of God. Over our homes, our neighborhoods, our workplaces, over our automobiles, over the stores we go into, over every place that we go, a spiritual awakening that happens within each of our hearts at all times, for we choose to glorify the Lord. I thank you, Father, that great things are happening in the Spirit as we wait upon you. Moves of the glory of God shall be seen and felt and experienced by those all around. We are not in this alone, but you are a God of miracles, signs, and wonders, and you will show your glory in the lives of every person, that they will be the billboard of God. They will be the answer and testimony of the goodness of our Lord. For we choose to serve the King of kings and Lord of lords. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Well, we're going to receive... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.